Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Prime Headlines is brought to you by Don't take risks. Use a condom every time. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time. Some spices. Yes, sir. Fresh sounds of gunshots echo in Boko, even as authorities are locked up in a crucial municipal security council meeting over recent killings in the area. We'll get to hear from the MCU reviews that at least 200 people have been killed since the Boko ethnic clashes started in 2021. Also, Foreign Affairs Minister sacks personnel from various security agencies whom she says have overstayed their welcome at the Accra Passport Office fueling alleged corrupt practices there. This cannot continue. I always say that there's too much happening that really shouldn't be happening within the passport acquisition uh, system. We have more as the minister says investigations are underway to deal with those engaged in shady deals with Goro Boys. We get to hear details plus reactions of the outright and immediate ban on party paraphernalia at festivals in the Greater Accra region after the Greater Accra Regional Council meeting here in Accra. At the top of the hour eight, Beverly Broom joins us with business. Food and Agriculture Organization warns of a further increase in the prices of rice after India banned the export of the commodity. And then Musbao follows with sports. Five stars coach Kwesi Apia to compete Dr. Randy Abbey and nine others for a sport on GFA Executive Council in the September 27 elections. Bring you details as aspirants ready themselves for vetting. That's a more up now on Joy News Prime. I am MFA Apau. Do stay uh, for details. We are live on myjoyonline.com, also on all social media platforms. Many thanks for your company. Join News Prime Headlines. It was brought to you by... Don't take risks. Use a condom every time. And 
thanks to Malatu, I kicked out Malaya one time. Some spices, yes, sir. Let's start off from Boko tonight, where fresh sounds of gunshots echo in the area, even as authorities are locked up in a crucial Security Council meeting over recent killings in the area. We'll get to hear from the MCU review that at least 200 people have been killed since the Boko ethnic clash started in 2021. Well, as we speak, my colleague, regional affairs um, correspondent, um, Albert Sori, is there for us, um, joining us um, via Zoom with details over the past weekend unidentified assailant launched a fatal attack claiming the lives of some persons there and injuring several others. Um, Albert, sorry, he joins us via Zoom uh, with details of what we are learning in the area. Albert, you've been following the situation. We've been interacting with the MCE as well, and there's been a crucial meeting. Do we know what the outcome has been from that meeting? Yes, we have not been able to speak with the MCE yet. Um, the arrangement was for him to brief us uh, on the outcome of the meeting when it closes this evening. But as we speak, we have not yet been able to reach him. So we do not know what the outcome of the meeting was for now. Hopefully uh, tomorrow, uh, when we are able to speak with him, then he can give us the details of what happened to him. But that meeting was held uh, in Boko. It was a municipal security council Okay, but um, this is uh, coming on the back of um, some attacks over the weekend um, where we are told that one person was killed and several others injured. Really, I'm sure the security is on top of the situation, but really, what's the background to this latest attacks that we witnessed over the weekend? So, for some time now, uh, from time to time, people hear gunshots. Normally, the gunshots are heard in the air. So, uh, people do not know where the shootings come from. But over the last one month or so, uh, starting from July, we've been hearing reports of people being ambushed, even outside of Boko. So sometimes you hear that um, if someone who belongs to one of the factions was ambushed in an area outside of the Boko jurisdiction. So it started to appear as though because of the presence of the security in the Boko township, what they were now doing was to monitor each other's movement and if you happen to be found in an area outside of the uh, of, you know of Boko traveling or going to another place sometimes people are ambushed and murdered so that has been the situation uh this saturday we started hearing of another incident where uh, some you know unknown people fired gunshots this was in broad daylight, around 4 p.m. They fired into 
uh, a crowd of civilians who we are told were going about their normal everyday activity. That resulted in some deaths. Uh, we've also had reports that the military uh, arrested five of those suspects who are now in custody. So a lot of the people in Boko are waiting to see what uh, you know will be done with these suspects. But for now, the security are being um, you know very careful with how much information they give out. But this this is this was the incident. There was an isolated incident where. Um, a, a driver carrying passengers was also ambushed in an area again which appears to be outside of Boko. Uh, he was shot. He, from what we are told, is uh, a teacher who lives in Bogatanga who is not even from Boko, but he's a driver. And some people feel that the target may have been some of the passengers who he was carrying. But in order for these assailants to get to the passengers, they had to... Uh, murder him as well. Okay. So that is the situation. These are the stories we are hearing. Okay. But amongst others also, I'm, I'm concerned about residents, at least. We saw videos that you sent in earlier about children coming from school and hearing the gunshots in the air and having to run amongst others. What really is the talk among residents following this latest incident over the weekend? We know that over the past month, there have been a number of um, you know, attacks and some killings as well, even though we don't have numbers to it. What really is the situation amongst residents? Are people fleeing? Is there calm among residents? What can you say about that? One of the things you, you will sense from the people of Boko is they are, they are just getting tired of everything that is happening. It appears that um, a lot of them feel the security is not doing enough. The security, on the other hand, will tell you that sometimes, just as you heard the MC earlier in our interviews with him uh, in the afternoon, sometimes the shootings are perpetrated in areas where the people themselves know that the security are not present. So by the time they get there, uh, the atrocities would have been caused. But the residents feel that, I mean, with the number of uh, military and police in the town, some of these things shouldn't be happening. And so that is the situation. If, 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 if this video was taken somewhere in the afternoon when it was still raining and students had just closed from school, and the shooting was happening. But if you if you watch the video carefully, you will realize that the Boko Township appeared almost deserted. And that has been the situation for some time now. Sometimes you, you get to the Boko Town and you know a lot of people are staying indoors, even during the day, for their own safety. Two weeks ago, I had to travel through Boko to Kusiga, and myself and some other colleagues, we had to stop at the Boko police station and ask for escorts to get us through the town. At the time, it was peaceful, but the moment you enter Boko, you, you get the sense that everybody, even though they are moving about their daily activities, they are doing it with a lot of tension, and that is what happened. Stay safe there, Albert. Thank you so much for joining us. That's our Upper East Regional Correspondent, Albert Sorry, there reporting on the latest incident in Boko that was witnessed over the weekend. I had to interact with um, the MC for Boko, Amadou Hamza, and he tells us that, amongst others, um, over the period since the clashes in 2021, 200 lives have been lost here. However, is unable to tell, give the exact figures for what we've seen over the past month because many of these cases are not reported. We can take a listen to it. Yes, there was an attack in the weekend. And in fact, like I indicated, that 
uh, Anasilan came closer to the total filling station area, uh, popularly known as Mobile, and that's just close to the traffic light. And the person opened firearms on persons who are conducting their business activities within that particular area. And indeed, the gunshot hit about four people, and the information that I got. In fact, the police who rushed to the scene reported to me that it led to two guys being hit and two women. Indeed, within a few hours, the driver died, leaving the other three persons wounded. And so I can report to you that the one who died is not a resident of Baku, and he is an Akanba tribe. He is an Akanba ethnic group, and he is from the southern part of the country. Indeed, he's a teacher in Bolga, according to the information that I gathered. His brother spoke with me, and in fact, coincidentally, his elder brother happens to my mate at the Navrungo Senior High School, between 2007 to 2000, uh, between 1997 to 1999. Yes. And so the brother, who is a teacher in Bolga, also owns a vehicle of which he drives to Baku okay. on weekends. Uh, the conflict started somewhere 24th November 2021. And in fact, I can tell you that it is difficult to ascertain in the sense that police report, which is official, is different from what is happening on the ground. I can tell you that many people died and their bodies were never given to police. Police is not aware of them. And so because of that, it will be difficult to ascertain the exact number of persons who have been injured or who, are, uh, who died. I am so worried about it because the combating takes place at locations where it's difficult for the police or the military to even get, get to know before you realize somebody is hit. They kill somebody, and then the group will take the person and run away. How would you be able to know that? But I can tell you that a number of persons died, yes, would hit 200 and plus, if I'm not lying to you. Yes. So it's not easy. Well, that's the Boko MC. Let me bring you back to the Greater Okra region. And with the immediate effect, the regional minister has placed an outright ban on the use of or display of party paraphernalia at festivals in the regional capital. The Greater Okra Regional Coordinating Council, at a meeting with MMDCs, the regional minister um, of Accra, um, Henry Corte, whilst criticizing multiple chief executives from various metropolitan municipal and district areas within the capital. He also announced an outright ban on the use of these party paraphernalia to reduce tension. of festivals is mainly to, to portray our traditional and cultural values and to display how rich they are in our respective regions. And so we think that the the use of party paraphernalia usually creates a lot of political tensions within the, I can speak for greater Accra, and taking cognizance of what is done in other regions, you hardly find party paraphernalia when um, festivals are being celebrated. So together today, the MMDC's president and presiding members have taken a decision, and that is to say that going forward, all festivals in Greater Accra 
will be celebrated. In fact, the party paraphernalia are banned from all festivals in Greater Accra. Strictly banned. Well, at that meeting also, uh, one key issue that came up, he's been criticizing MMDCs in the Greater Accra region for poor performance. And critical for him is the use of tricycles, what we call the Abubuya in the Pragya, amongst others. For him, he wants all MMDCs to take immediate action to ensure that they are banned, especially in the central business districts. Here's more in this report by Jackie and Sumayabwa. In 2021, the Greater Accra Regional Coordinating Council, together with the Metropolitan, Municipal and District Assemblies, launched an ambitious campaign, Let's Make Greater Accra Work, to rid the city of filth, stop illegal and... Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes. Nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC indiscriminate parking of vehicles. They also committed to proper use of land space in the region. Two years on, the assemblies are struggling to meet their target. The streets of Kimbo are littered with filth and vehicles are packed on the shoulders of the street. Filth also continue to engulf Agogloshi market. The drains are choked. At a meeting between the members of the Regional Coordinating Council, the Regional Minister, Henry Corte, expressed his displeasure with the progress of work. Have you been hard working? Yes. With Abubu, you are still on the motorway. <coughs> Can we say he's hard working? Well, let's answer the questions. Is it hard working? Chocha is still loading around Accra Mall. Is that working? Calling Rubbish around Graphic Road. Hard working. Hear me. Kimbu, Chudu, everywhere. Rubbish. Hard working. to mark ourselves. Honorable <coughs> Abana, Abubulshi has been turned into a refuse dump. Is it hard working? Are you aware? The place we cleared, the people are still dumping refuse there. They have stopped. Since when? I can't hear you. Last month. Do, do you know the dates we did this exercise at Abubulshi? Two years, and it took you last month to stop them from dumping refuse. I'm not too excited about coming to read hard work. 
Lejukuku La Dadikutupo Ashama Tema West. We talked about Abubuya on the motorway. They are still playing the motorway. They are. They are I, I also West Wokong. They actually are more. It's like that. In fact, Nadadekutupo, just in front of President John Mama's house, somebody has started selling onions and tomatoes. Unbelievable. They are fighting over who collects revenue at Palace Mall. And as the contractor continues to work, the median has become a place for organizer, churcher, mechanics. Every day I talk about it. MC is not feeling well every day. So how do I read the speech? Dean of the MCEs and MCE for Ablekuma West, George Cyril Bray, agreed with the assessment of the minister. To a large extent, I would say he's justified by uh, being dissatisfied with uh, some of the things we are doing because um, earlier on, that is when the whole project on Operation Clinical Frontier started. Uh, there was a lot of zeal, there was a lot of enthusiasm, but it looks like the zeal and enthusiasm has come down some way, somehow. So I think it is in that direction that he's not too happy with the way the assemblies are undertaking the Operation Clinical Frontage project. To address these issues, the MMDCEs agreed to enforce the bylaws, including a strict ban on the movement of tricycles on principal roads and the central business district. Can we have, or can we say, that we can issue a statement to say no plagia in the CBD and you are ensure to restrict uh, uh, compliance? Is that a decision of the House? Plagia in the CBD, Kaneshi, Accra, those places that are plagia in. The CBD. Is that a decision of the house? So when you go out, you don't say the regional minister said. Precisely, members, let's see by hand all those who are in favor of restricting. What will be the, the word? Ban or restrict? So is that the pleasure of the house? Let's see by hand. Strictly, the movement of Pragya in the CBD is restricted. No, no. All those within the you should ensure your task force to start, you know, pass the dialogue quickly, please. The minister also announced a number of measures to deal with the field. Um, government have procured 20,000 streetlights for the Greater Accra Regional Coordinating Council, which will be uh, distributed amongst the assemblies. The minister expects the MMDCEs to enforce the laws to the latter and win the fight against filth. For Joy News, Jacqueline Ansuma Yaboa. From one minister to the other, this time the Foreign Affairs and Regional Integration Minister, Shelia Yokobuchi, has sacked officers on secondment from nine security agencies for overstaying the duty of the Accra Passport Office. 
The officers include the Ghana Police Service, Immigration, NIB, among others. Madame Mayoko Boche, who was enraged about the reported cases of extortion of passport applicants by some officers, indicated that such activities cannot continue because she's sanitizing the system. She spoke to us when she paid a surprise visit to the passport office here in Accra. This cannot continue. I always say that. There's too much happening that really shouldn't be happening within the passport acquisition uh, system. If we talk about Goro people, these Goro people are outsiders. They do not work on their own. Because if the Goro person collects somebody's money, they need to work with somebody from inside to change their dates. They work with people from inside. I'm not saying all of you, but there are some of you who are engaged in it. And this should stop. The blame is always on the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. Meanwhile, it's the agencies, and I'm sure even some of our staff are involved. Public servants who are supposed to be giving public service to Ghanaians. The Vice President has led the digitalization effort with my, 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 my support and, 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 and all of, of my, my officers to put in place an online system. Now the online system is being manipulated so that people can make money off it. There's an investigation going on and some names have been mentioned. And there are people from outside, a cartel who are working with people from inside. Anybody who has been here for more than a year, from Monday, please do not come back because you've been changed. We want to bring some sanity. Every time politicians are corrupt, politicians are corrupt. Meanwhile, it's some public civil servants who will do things that shouldn't be done? And then they put it on uh, politicians. We come, we do the right thing. I'm trying to bring sanity into the passport system. But no. Well, she has, however, also asked that um, there's some alleged corruption in there and is hoping that something will be done in terms of sanitizing the area. Well, we'll get to hear more um, subsequently. Let's take a quick breather here on Joy Prime. When we return, we'll talk about Whispers in the Dark, that latest hotline documentary that in a bizarre turn of events, it appears that more and more children aged between seven, amongst others, are now committing suicide. We want to stay for details of that. Please, be right back. The numbers keep increasing. The challenge is that... We don't have official data. What I mean is that government has not set up a system like a surveillance system to routinely collect data on suicide. Number. The Malaria really knocked you down, eh? Charlie, no joke. 
fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I could even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got it tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out malaria one time. When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthometer and Lumifantrin. Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria. Great to have you back. Thank you. No problem. Malatu is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the F. It feels like becoming an entrepreneur aside academics is never going to be possible when you're in school. Mainly because we feel that we are young and we don't have the resources and the guts to be one. But if you believe in yourself and you have the passion to become an entrepreneur, then you already are. Staying ahead in a highly competitive environment requires applying creativity and innovation to every aspect of your journey to becoming an entrepreneur. Presently, entrepreneurship is driven by creativity and innovation to attain business objectives. The explosion in technology, business, entrepreneurship and consumption in this new era is as a result of the ongoing application of innovation. Milton Bell once said, if opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. So, if you are ready to be an entrepreneur, Heritage Christian College is ready for you. Heritage Christian College moves you from a wantrepreneur to become an entrepreneur. My name is Tina. I am a person living with HIV. I got to know my HIV status after I gave birth and lost the child because of HIV. In those days, prevention of mother-to-child transmission services had low patronage due to fear and stigmatization. Today, many HIV-positive women have delivered negative children. I follow the guidelines and take my HIV medicine called ARVs every day as prescribed by my doctor. This makes me strong and healthy and also prevents me from passing HIV onto any future child. Please, avail yourself of PMTCT services when pregnant. It is the only way to ensure you do not pass the HIV onto your baby during birth or pregnancy. If you have tested for HIV recently and it was negative, test again when pregnant. If you have tested positive, go to the hospital after birth as directed by your healthcare provider. Your baby will be given medicine immediately and tested to ensure baby and mother are well. Let us work together to have an HIV-free generation. Our children must be free to shine. I get whatever I want because I'm a popular actress. But no, that is not true. Mia Kasano, Papano. And when I find it, I stick to it. My shishu when your bell pack tissues. 
Bell Park, Ewotiro. Bell Park Tiro. Soft, but not weak. Strong, but not hard. It is smooth. Me yusua, me hotome. It's just perfect. Same as the kitchen towel. Ute bakwa, ute me de pepaye, ute me soki, e chimu esa pepa. One Bell Park kitchen towel lasts longer and saves you money. It's time you switch to Bell Park today. Say a pocket tissue, table napkin, Tiro, and a kitchen towel. Bell Park is simply the best. It's just perfect. Hello, my name is Abeku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still the job better with EcoBank Mobile. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, she never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving. <laughs> Welcome to the smart world of Ecobank. Download Ecobank Mobile from Google Play Store or the App Store and discover the smart way to bank. Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank. Let's take a selfie. Yeah! Yeah! Fast selfie. Yeah! 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 This advert is FDA approved. Daddy, Daddy, this tank is big. Yes, that's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow, it has a working surface like this. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see S I N T E S. That is so true, my daughter. 
Well, it's father, it was Milo. That's not true. But why? Why? <laughs> Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tongues in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Welcome back and thanks for staying with us here on Joy News Prime. Now on to some rather disturbing situation and it's now common to see children and adolescents die of suicide today than as it used to be 10 years ago. My colleague Oheming Terrier embarks on a journey that takes us beyond statistics and headlines seeking to understand the complex interplay of cultural, societal and psychological factors that contribute to this disturbing trend. Through candid interviews with parents, educators, mental health professionals, and most importantly, the resilient young individuals who have faced the depths of despair, is pieced together a comprehensive picture of the challenges that Ghanaian children encounter. There are excerpts of our hotline documentary, Whispers in the Dark, produced by my colleague Oheming Terrier. People are looking down me. They criticize me, they mock at me. Though I do many mistakes, but they, 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 they let me to know my mistakes. So I am not comfortable. Stanley's journey has been mauled by the heavy burden of mental health challenges. On numerous occasions, he found himself standing at the cliff, contemplating ending his life both on campus and at home. The weight of societal perceptions and the fear of being discussed negatively if we were to succumb to suicide once consumed him. I want to go and rest. But are you sure that when you kill yourself, you go and rest? Oh, <laughs> yes. Like, in China, though, you go and feel judgment. He was 9-11 into Japan that the man to die. At that judgment, though you won't, you won't like something, but if we are say people will not say negative, but so I went to the I'm telling you, when you die, hmm. people will still say negative things about you. <laughs> don't you think so? I don't think so. Ah, because discuss, oh, for discussion. Former personal die, people discuss. Candida die, people discuss. Kabyan Dumont die, people discuss. Paco Simisata, a lot, a lot. So as for discussing there, that time I will be out of the web. I'm going to see. However, amidst the darkness that surrounded him, Stanley experienced a profound shift in perspective. He wants to leave. He has reached a point where he realized the opinions of others should not dictate the value he places on his own life. This turning point marked a transformation in his mental landscape, a moment where he began to prioritize self-acceptance and self-care 
over the fear of judgment. I think when we clump all the figures together, it becomes difficult for us to know where even to focus the attention. Some earlier studies have tried to categorize the age, um, the age categories of those who are attempting suicide the more. Usually the middle age, the working class, uh, but we, we, we tend to forget those younger ones. Uh, we tend to forget and pay attention to them. Even if they are the second highest or the third highest, it is still very worrying because these are future uh, leaders. These, these, these are the people that the future of the country rely on. And if we are losing them to suicide, then the future of the country is very bleak. If you follow the media reports, you'd be troubled um, because the numbers keep increasing. The challenge is that we don't have official data. What I mean is that government has not set up a system like a surveillance system to routinely collect data on suicide. As we speak, the Ghana Health Service has made an effort. And at the moment, what they have done is to collate the cases of suicide that are presented to our hospitals but even that that structure is not well designed it is not very comprehensive today if you go there and they give you data you cannot really make sense of that data whispers in the dark airs at 8 30 p.m right here on the joy news channel you don't want to miss it but just before um, we bring you some other stories commercial drivers at Bombaria and its environs have vowed to continue with their sit-down strike in the coming days until the deplorable roads in the Sakibidia Kokpung barrier enclave is fixed residents on Monday were left stranded at lorry stations due to the action by these commercial drivers many commuters had to walk over two kilometers to the nearest place to find a vehicle a report by carlos coloni as you have seen me here i've walked from barrier to this very place i'm a student and then i have to move from here to accra so all cars are not working because of that i can't go to school today someone take it The drivers who refused to ply the route also prevented other commercial vehicles from using the road. They intend to carry out this action daily until they see contractors working on the road. Today is just just a small thing that we are doing. It's the beginning. So tomorrow we are continuing. And as we earlier said, if we don't see anything, tomorrow we are continuing again. Massively. And tomorrow, if we not see anything, two weeks time, we have given them two weeks. And we not see anything, two weeks, we are going to do demonstration. Whether the police will give us permit or not permit, we will do it. Whatever they want to do, they have to come and carry us. Because we are fed up. We are fed up. Enough is enough. Why? Are we not part of Ghana? But what did the road minister tell parliament about this road? is 3.8 kilometers long and in poor surface condition. It is located in the Pum Katamansu municipality of the Greater Accra region. The road starts from Kalisto Junction to Michel Camp Gate. Mr. Speaker, currently there is no program on the Pum barrier to Saki Bidiakun Road. 
future program is the engineering studies will be undertaken from the road by the end of the third quarter of 2023 to determine the appropriate intervention to be carried out on the road. Work will be considered under the 2024 budget, subject to availability of funds. Member of Parliament Joseph Akwete Tete has, however, backed the driver's action and is demanding the release of funds to the contractor for construction work to commence. It's also saying that uh, they can only consider this road in the 2024 budget. And as you can see, this road needs urgent attention. So the minister cannot push us to 2024 budget. My word to the minister is that they should come and do something on this road. We know that the road has been awarded according to the documents that we have. And so they should release the needed funds to the contractor so that the contractor can move to site. Municipal Chief Executive of the Kunkatamansu Municipal Assembly, Samuel Okoamankwa, said he finds the minister's statement contradictory. When the minister appeared in the house, and he was asked about the plans. What he said is not uh, what we know, because we have a document. What did he say? What did he say in Parliament? That there's no plans for Calypso to Michelle uh, Camp Road. They don't have any plans for it. But we have a document which was signed by the chief director of the ministry. And then... It went to the regional urban rules, which they, has, they have also signed, dated 23rd March. And then it reads, upgrading of selected routes in Zenu and Pung area route phase 1, 5.23 kilometers, which has to do with Calypso to Michelle Camp and Bediaco routes. And this is going, this road is supposed to be done with a drainage system, that is where the drains along the road. So what the minister said and what is before us, they are two different things, and that baffles some of us. Assembly member of the Mlechako electoral area, Isaac Newton Tete, would not have any of that. He insists the municipal assembly must take appropriate action to get the road fixed now. The stretch of road that we're talking about is just 3.5, 3.8 kilometers stretch of road. And it's a trunk road that connects the N1 and the N2. We want asphalt road. We want asphalt road. But as I speak now, government have told us that they have no plans for it. So if they, they have no plans, then it means the, the assembly must quickly reshape the road to make it more trouble for the drivers. Tension is mountain here at Bediaco among drivers as well as residents over the deplorable state of this road and many other roads in, within this area. They are thus calling on the authorities to immediately come to their aid. They have actually threatened to continue with a sit-down strike come tomorrow. Reporting from Bediaco Junction here in the Pope Katamansu municipality, my name is Carlos Caloni for Joy News. And I'll take you to the Ashanti region where students of the Kumasi Technical University are protesting management's call for program deferment following their failure to register courses for the current semester. While these students have already missed writing some papers in the ongoing end of semester exams, according to the university, over 11,000 students registered for the second semester are writing the examinations which ends this week. However, a total of 648 of them who could not register are to defer their programs 
Emmanuel Bryce Kweko was at the university campus in our report. It's the fifth day of picketing by some students of the Kumasi Technical University to have management of the university rescind their decision of not allowing them to sit for the ongoing end-of-semester examinations. The students were asked to defer their courses following their inability to register their courses. While some of the affected students failed to raise their fees, others claimed they had challenges logging onto the registration portal. After paying the fees, they said we should go and pay the penalty, which was 100 Ghana cities. We went and paid the penalty, and then they said uh, we should go to the IT and register. We went to the IT, they said they've closed registration, we can't register again. So we came to the register, and he was telling us uh, there's nothing they can do about it. So we pleaded, and they said, okay, they are going to have a meeting. If they have the meeting, whatever be the case Friday, they will communicate to us. On Friday, they came and they told us that they can't do anything about it. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder. La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. To defer all our courses. But I mean, for instance, if they say I should defer my course, then they are indirectly sacking me from this book. Because I I'm the one catching for myself everything. My phone is here. I can show it to you. Sir. Weekends, I have to throw what I come and feed on myself on campus. We are, we are in pain right now. Some of us are in our final year and some have already deferred their course sit in the house for one year and came back this is their final year for them to complete here's the case that they are to defend and stay in the house and come back again it's very painful not like we are attacking them we are pleading that they should give us the chance most of us we paid our fees on time me i have a lot of my my uh, Receipts are there. My receipts are there. I pay them on time. So the challenge is about the network. So you are blaming it on the technical issue? Exactly. It's a technical issue that the uh, university authorities should take into consideration. You can't just say that somebody did not register without even probing in further. The students were originally due to complete their online course registration in May, but after several pleas, the university management agreed to extend the date. The decision consequently saw four registration deadline extensions. Joshua Apia is acting university relations officer. The university was so compassionate, even left the registration open to the 7th of August. 
So after the 7th of August, they closed the portal that all non-registered students could not write the exams. Now, per the student handbook, they are supposed to withdraw from the system. But the academic board decided that now the economy is hard. So instead of them losing their money, let them defer, then come and continue with their money intact the next academic year. Meanwhile, some students are contemplating abandoning school. Well, maybe I'll either stop the school and then focus on something else. We, we, we have to look for some big officials in this country for them to plead on our behalf. But I think that if the management is not ready to listen to the student, they are not being fair to us. So for the affected students of the Kumasi Technical University, they are only pleading with the university management to consider them to sit for this particular examination. From here in Kumasi, my name is Emmanuel Bradquip. Limited and it's time for showbiz, and there's only one person when it comes to showbiz on TV news, none other Rebecca Chenebois Dako. E with bet. And you see, and, yeah, yeah. and I like the way uh, Langabel will say it. He e will bells. Bells. Oh, I miss Langabel. <laughs> we should bring Langabel. That's a beautiful show. hair there. And oh, Becky always has you. a good hair. Aww. Aww. 
I miss the wabapa. Mabapa. Relax for me. <laughs> but you missed the Tahila experience twenty. Oh, you missed that. I was on TV. Experience with Anna Hamilton. But I watched it. I watched. I watched. I watched live. Except, yeah. yeah. But I mean, this is what you haven't seen on TV. <laughs> God be the glory. Ten years celebration. It was too massive. And this is God. This is God. I was sitting back then. People are asking, "Hey, ten years? You said they are uh, What are we expecting? What what next? What is going to happen to Ghana? No, this is just the beginning. Yeah. I believe that in the next two years, three years, we will be moving to the stadium. The auction is great. It's, it's evident. I've been blessed myself. So it's not surprising that the people are being blessed. What's happening here, we bless God. You know, it tells you with God all things are possible. You know, with, with grace and hard work, you know, it works. Uh, I would like to thank God for the Tehila and for my sister, Oema Messi, for organizing this wonderful event and for bringing different worshippers from different places, uh, including myself. Tehila, Tehila, Tehila X. Congratulations. Congratulations to Ohima Mercy. You missed it. It's beautiful. Now I, we can boldly say that Christendom can also fail. Right. You know, stadiums, we can fill capacities and, and, like and the she others did, do. She did mention that uh, the next two years she'll be moving the Tahila experience to the stadium. So, congratulations. congratulations. We are so proud of you. We're so proud of you. Let's congratulate also the multimedia group because it's official. Uh, the Multimedia Group Limited, um, they have partnered for the biggest street carnival in Ghana, Chaliwati Festival organizers. So this event have signed a memorandum of understanding with the media firm to push the unique Ghanaian and essentially African culture and heritage through arts, music, food, dance, and many more. festival of sights and scenes. Chaliwate Street Festival draws thousands of revelers to Accra to witness rich African heritage through art, music, food, dance, dress, you name it. This year, the organizers of the Chaliwate Festival have partnered with Joy Prime, Joy News, Joy 99.7 FM and Hits 103.9 FM to promote the development of an independent creative arts economy while achieving the mission to sell and promote Ghana. At Multimedia Group, we are very 
uh, excited about this, knowing that we are able to even promote uh, this uh, program, this event. And I believe it's not just going to be an event, but a series of them. Uh, it's something that we are going to back with all our platforms and ensure that it becomes a big success. A member of the organizing team, Annie Osabote, is confident of the multimedia group's ability to use its platform to influence the appreciation of Guinean art. I believe that uh, this partnership is going to further enhance that, give us also the leverage to be able to see how uh, who continue to channel good content, amazing works, and also to influence and impact the community itself. Over the years, Jamestown has hosted the festival. Just as its name suggests, Chalewate is flip-flopping to a new location this year. Co-founder of the festival, Manche Ayikwe, gives details. We have uh, relocated to Osu um, from the Independent Square all the way into the Osu Township. So we are talking about the Agric Extension building where the High Court complex is all the way down into the Independence Square, into the Osu Castle, into the Osu community, all the way down to Oxford Street um, and all up to the Osu Cemetery traffic lights coming towards Accra Sports Stadium and routing it back into um, Independence Square. The 2023 Chalewate Festival is themed Magneto Motherland. It will explore the historical movements that are embedded in a popular consciousness and promises to be an experience worth being part of. So, Chale, come along. Let's go make unforgettable memories at a zoo from August 21 to 27, 2023. Juan Yama's report, read to you. Chalewate Street Festival. We can't wait. Yeah. Can't we? Mm. It's a voice for me. Well, let's go. Oh, we have another story. Afro Nation, for those of you who think that Afro Nation is moving to Nigeria, the Minister for Tourism, Arts and Culture says that, no, we still have Afro Nation here in Ghana. It's not been taken. We had been a meeting last week. We discussed it. There are certain demands, conditions they want, and we're trying to look at how we can collaborate. It's not been taken yet. But we have alternatives. So are we, are we going to have affirmation again in Ghana? Most likely, very likely. Next but this, year? This year. Yeah, we'll have over the next three years. So you heard the minister right there. Afro Nation is back. To Ghana, and we're all up for it. That'll be all for the news this evening, MFA. Close us. Let's go. Uh, it's a Monday. So for, for more news, log on to my jawline. But before then, though, really, um, at 9 p.m., we're going to the market on PM Express right. with Evans Mensa. Evans went yes, to the market. Yes, went to the market today. You don't want to miss it. We are bringing inflation home. We talk about inflation, inflation. Yeah. You get to understand it tonight at 9 p.m. Uh, do stay with us. We know we have at 8.30 also, um, Whispers in the Dark, Dark is our hotline documentary. Now you can take us away. So you can log on to myjohnline.com for all news. Beverly Broom is standing by with business. I am Nathan
The magic is in the design. There are days when you think, whoa, today I've earned it. So order a global. Days when plants run longer. What if we order a global? Or days when you can't control everything. Oh yes, because on Global, you can order anything you want. Global, you order, we deliver. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Betway is your gateway to a theme park full of gaming excitement. A whirlpool of wonder where your favorite games come to life. Where you can take to the skies with max payouts that reach into the millions. All in the palm of your hand. Visit betway.com.gh. Terms and conditions apply. Betway is regulated by the Gaming Commission of Ghana. No under 18. Bet responsibly. Betway. Bet your way. Business segment is brought to you by Ecobank, the Pan African Bank. It's time you switch to Bell Park today. Welcome to Prime Business here on Joy News Prime with me, Beverly Broome. We go straight to our very first story and price of rice at the global level has risen to a 12-year high. According to the Food and Agriculture Organization, the development has been influenced by India's decision to cut rice exports as well as bad weather conditions around the world. There's more in this report. The Food and Agriculture Organization's tracker for food prices around the world shows that our price index for rice in the month of July 2023 rose by 2.8% to hit 130 points. 
The organization's data also showed that the last time prices were up at this level was in September 2011. It also establishes that one of the major drivers of this increase was also bad weather conditions in all the top countries that also export rice around the world, like Thailand and Vietnam. But the UN agency that as the FAO was, however, quick to add that India, which commands about 40% of the global rice market, and its decision to halt exports has been a major contribution. Well, one thing that should get a lot of consumers in Ghana worried is the fact that the Food and Agriculture Organization is warning that prices could even go up further in the coming months. The UN organization was worried of India's action at a time that there are issues with global supply of the commodity. The development could have serious implications on the price of rice on the local market in Ghana. This is due to the fact that the country depends heavily on imported rice to meet its local demand. Others are also worried about the impact of this development on Ghana's food security. The development is coming after price of onions shot up on the local market following development in Nigeria. One is not sure how this could impact on food price in the country. As the Ghana Statistical Service noted that it expects inflation to slow next month because price will be impacted by the harvest season. Now, rice importers in the country will face 40% reduction of rice import in the coming days following India's decision to cut exports of the grain to other parts of the world. According to the competitive Africa Rice Platform Ghana, the trend is worrying, hence the need to invest in the local rice business before the situation becomes worse. Yao Edupoku is the chairman of the competitive Africa Rice Platform Ghana. India exports about 40% of the whole rice in the world. So definitely, all those who import rice are going to have a 40% reduction in their imports. Ghana is no exception. But the question is that why should we do what? In the Northwest, anywhere you can grow rice. So it means that we have failed to do the necessary. That is why we should be worried. If not, I can assure you that we are in a position to produce and export. We have the human capacity. We don't have the resources. We have been talking and talking all over. Nobody is ready and willing to listen because we are very much looking at the short-term gains. And nobody seems to care about what will happen within the next year or two. And this is what is making it look this uh, a difficult season for us. But the point is that Ghana is producing about 1.2 million tons of uh, paddy rice, which translates to about um, 800,000 metric tons of milled rice. But we are not doing that. Mm. We are capable of milling at just about 30% of what we even produced from the farms simply because we are not putting in enough resources to let it happen. It is just like, you know, uh, we are there for some, to me. That is the way I, I see it. We care, and the people are ready and willing, but we don't have the leadership that is pushing that agenda. So we keep on importing and ourselves and creating uh, unemployment in the system. Mm. So would be affected by this India ban on exports. We would be affected because, to tell you the truth, of the rice that is imported into Ghana, a significant amount of it is coming from India.
Away from agriculture, the Data Protection Commission has placed some 250 public and private companies under its surveillance for legal action after they failed to abide by sections of the data protection law. As it begins an enforcement exercise to arrest some of the corporates, Executive Director of the Commission, Patricia Idusaipoku, explains that the Commission is upscaling compliance to ensure that Ghanaians are secured. Here's more. So far, the enforcement team has picked up managers of Quick Credit Limited, Bimwa Royal Hospital, Mawako Restaurant, and Hisense for questioning and legal action. According to the commission, this is the beginning of many actions expected to be taken against the data collectors failing to comply with the law. Here is the executive director, Patricia Eduse Poku, addressing the media before embarking on the exercise. Uh, recently we put out a public notice and before the public notice we had notified uh, uh, about 250 non-complying data controllers by letter quoting the section 56 of our act saying that if you are a person who, are, who is supposed to comply you have failed to do it you are breaching uh, the act you're failing and uh, non-complying with the law so those people that we will visit today have had the full um, list that I've just explained to you. They have had contact with us and others have been brought on our radar by unsatisfied customers and Ghanaians reporting them to us. And so we must take that action uh, and, and get them complying and, and falling into place. Uh. Head of Regulatory and Compliance, Quentin Akobetu, told Joy Business that Attorney General's Department has been notified and ready to process them for court. What will happen at the, the, the Attorney General's office is aware of this read and um, to be processed for court, whatever happens after, as the law says, it's either they are fined or they are imprisoned or they are, both are implemented on them. How, how long are we supposed to expect this? In terms of the, the court, the processing? Well, um, I cannot really tell. The police have begun the investigation. You know, f- just before we came here, we went back to the police headquarters and interrogations have started. So hopefully, maybe before end of week, there was a little hesitation at the high sense industrial area where the shop supervisor attempted to restrict the media from entry. Now, energy strategist and CEO of Eureka Solutions and energy consultancy firm, Dr. Yusuf Suleimana, has described the resignation of the managing director of the Tema Oil Refinery, Jerry Kofi Henson, as disappointing. According to him, the refinery is already suffering from a leadership crisis which is hampering efforts to revamp it. Dr. Suleimana spoke earlier on the marketplace. Two problems come from the refinery. One is a leadership crisis that we have. Uh, that we are talking about an entity that has changed managing directors closer to five different managing directors. And this is not even running, I mean, n- not continuous running, I mean, not in the core business. Then what is it that we can't get somebody to manage it? What are the core key interests that is prevailing the refinery that we can't just get somebody to mine it and to mine it? And even that, if you don't want anybody to mine it, I think if you had left the refinery to run on its own, I mean, to take care of its own affairs, I think they'll do better than the way we are handling it now. So I'm very disappointed um, with this resignation. One, for the fact that it's going to create another vacuum. Uh, where would they, they have to search for another leader? How many managing directors will have to check, change before we can get something run in the refinery? 
Um, so it has happened. Um, I just want to call on the duty bearers um, to look into the issue and ensure that um, a, a very good leadership, a leader who is very entrepreneurial and focused, to get a deal for the refinery. And I think in Ghana, um, that what we haven't uh, uh, been able to appreciate is the fact that unemployment is clearly linked to energy, uh, I mean, to uh, uh, national security. And I think we haven't we haven't gotten that fact until we get the fact that ballooning unemployment is a key national security issue. Then we will we'll, we'll, we'll not take issues of what issues of like what is going on as true. So how is all linked to our energy security? We are heavily dependent on importation of finished products. Um, that you all know what happened a couple of years ago, not years ago, maybe some months ago, or a year and a half ago, about COVID. Um, nobody knows what pandemic is on, the, or is on the horizon or whatever natural disaster that can happen. And I'm just saying, please, on the record that Ghana, we don't have any backup, assuming our importers are not able to bring in finished product. Have you thought of that? Our backup would have been our storage capability. It's zero. We don't have that. We just listen to the MD of boss talking about talking about the fact that they don't have you know uh, any strategic reserve. So we don't have strategic reserve. Now we don't also have a refinery. So let's play the devil advocate. Assuming our hardworking importers are not able to bring in finished product for for a month, what is the backup needed? That is huge energy security issue. And a prolonged energy security issue is tantamount to the national security issue. Now, women cocoa farmers in the Brikum district of the Bunu region are calling for the government's intervention towards encouraging young women, especially into cocoa farming. Speaking at a farmers' rally involving 25 women groups at Jinijini, the, chair, the chairperson, Margaret Hinewa, also said labor support at the farms would help reduce cost, increase productivity, and improve the livelihoods of women farmers. Precious Semivo has more. Anwar Farmers Rally of the Brongahafu Cooperative Farmers and Marketing Union, Brekum Chapter, under the theme Gender Equality in Cocoa Production at Jinijini, brought together over 950 women cocoa farmers, taking through issues to improve their work and livelihood. These women farmers play significant roles in Ghana's cocoa production, usually supporting their husbands and fathers. They were sensitized to come together as cooperatives with some available interventions to help improve their yields and livelihoods. Ernest Ustuansan is the Bono Regional Manager, Cocoa Health and Extension Division at Cocoa Board. Especially in the Akan setup, we practice matrilinear. So when the man is no more and the woman has no stake in the cocoa farm, so we have sensitized them to get their own land and then own whatever. It comes out from the land. And when they come together to, uh, as a cooperative, they can assess the interventions that Cocoa Board is giving to the cocoa farmers. They are into it and they are about the idea. And we are giving them the technical know-how to go about cocoa by adopting the good agronomic practice and then getting good yield, productivity, increasing their productivity to get results for their cocoa. That's all for business tonight. For more business news, you can log on to myjoyonline.com forward slash business and Beverly Broom. Razak Musbao is next with Sports. Please stay. The business segment was brought to you by Ecobank, the Pan African Bank. Thank you so much, QR code. It's time you switch to Bell Park today.
My name is John, and this is my long-time crush. My cookie dipped in strawberry yogurt. On this scorching hot afternoon on our way back from a long job hunt, we met this good Samaritan who offered us a ride. Six weeks later. Big night to Shanae, a special wedding reception for her bride and groom. And there she is, my cookie, dipped in someone else's yogurt. Don't be like John, who holds the mula, calls the shots, play game by games, the easiest lottery to play and win. It's four numbers from zero to nine up to three times daily to become one of our daily lucky winners. Dial star nine four six hash to play now. Or you can also play online at www.gameparkgames.com. Game Park is regulated by the National Lottery Authority. Hi, now let me share my wildlife experience with you at Safari Valley Eco Park. Welcome to Safari Valley Eco Park. Our electric shuttle pulled up and in no time our tour began. We were surrounded by wildlife from the moment we entered the Eco Park. We were greeted by experienced tour guides who took us through orientation and how to better enjoy the experience. Watch these animals roam freely in their natural habitat undisturbed by our presence. We saw zebras, sable antelope, brown crane, mara, silky chicken, nalas, Shetland ponies, and so many animals I just couldn't keep up. Our tour guides taught us so much about the wildlife, their behavior, and how to interact with them. I even fed them. We also went fishing on a man-made canal. Then we took a break to have lunch in this serene environment. All this amazing experience for this prize for adults, this prize for teenagers. It's a bargain. As the sun began to set, it was time to go back home, but not before dinner by the campfire. It has been a thrill of a lifetime, and I can't wait till my next visit. Safari Valley Eco Park. Bringing you closer to nature. Score HD, the new exciting football channel, is now available only on HD Plus and brings you football from around the world. Watch Sadio Mane and Daniel Kufitre in the top weekly match of the Bundesliga 1 and DFB Cup, Premier Liga, Copa de la Liga Profesional, see Ronaldo in the Saudi Pro League, as well as daily sports news every other hour. Also, get updated on Messi and Mbappe on PSG TV and many more. Feely Feely on HD Plus Channel 151. A HD Plus, the Feely Feely experience. Hello, welcome to Prime Sports with me, Razak Musbao. Now, let's start off at the GFA elections. It's getting heated, and uh, former Black Stars coach Wusi Apia is the latest to have filed to contest for a spot on the executive council of the association. His bid is focused on securing one of the five positions designated for Premier League clubs, but his candidacy being supported by Kumasi Asante Kotoko. Now, the GFA has reported that a total of 11 candidates, including APIA, submitted their forms after the application deadline. Now, the election for the Executive Council seats is scheduled for September 27, during which five individuals will be elected to assume office. All candidates will be vetted before the final list is published on Monday, the August 28th according to the GFA election guidelines and roadmap. Now, among the candidates in contention is Oloi Amande, a former sports journalist and the chief executive officer of Currently United. 
as well as Nana Odro Safo, a current member of the Executive Council. Appear, who has recently taken on a role within Asante Kotoko's Interim Management Committee, was appointed by club owner Otumfo Osaichi II. This committee has been established to manage the day-to-day -day operations of the club in the absence of the board of directors. Now, let's take a look at the full list of persons who have filed for various positions in the Ghana Football Association elections. And of course, you can see for the office of president is Kurt Edwin Simeon Okriku and George Kwesi Efrie. They will be contesting for the office of the president. And as far as the executive council positions for the women's football is concerned, it's only gifty Efia Owari Mensa. She's the only one, the chief executive officer of Berry Ladies. She is the only female uh, contesting for the uh, representation of the women's uh, over there. And uh, so you can see for the three Division One League clubs, ESCO positions, five persons have uh, given 10 up to contest for the three slot. Mark Addo, who is currently the vice president of the Ghana Football Association, and Samuel Addo Enin, who is the manager of Samuel Jan and the chief executive officer of Okwe United. He also is looking to contest there. And Eugene Noble, Ni Amon Noel is also in there. Gideon Fossi is also in there. And Alexander Abibio is also contesting for that position. Now, the executive uh, council position relative to the Ghana Premier League clubs, where five slots are, uh, are up for grabs, Kinsley Osebunsu is in there. Nana Safu Odro, who is currently a member and chief executive officer of Brecum Chelsea, is also contesting. Frederick Echampon is also contesting. We understand he's going to contest on the ticket of Dreams FC. Anthony Kwesi Oben is also in there. He is a board member of Mediama Sporting Club. Now, Ransford Anete Abbey, that's Dr. Randy Abbey, the CEO of Pando Heart of Lions, is also contesting. Unina Asenso is in there. Edmond Kwabena Aka, the CEO of Samatex. A general manager of Summer Techs, rather, is also in there. And James Kwesi Apia, the former Black Stars coach, is also contesting for a slot there. Amadou Moro Brimer, a lawyer Monday, and Rafael Tewia Jambra is also contesting for that position. Now, uh, when you take a look at the other uh, office being contested for, it is the chairman of the regional football associations. So you can see Greater Accra, Samoa Abwebri is there. Uh, uh, Johnson Bosompe Odru is also contesting. Robert Atieko Duncan in Central Region. Abdul Hayate. Interesting. Interesting. Abdul Hayate, uh, the, uh, the owner of Cheetah FC, is looking to become the Central Regional Football Association chairman. Very interesting contest you should look out for. In the Western Region, Simon Ehwama, Mark Bismarck Usumbe Mensa is also in there. And in the Northern Region, uh, Mahamadou Abu Hassan is the only one contesting in the eastern region. Also, Linford Wedu Asamoah is the only one contesting. And in the Ashanti region, uh, Ajiman Osaitutu is the only one. And the Bonga Hafu region, three persons are contesting. Dixon Ochudia, Dr. Charles Osei Anto, Meshak Asante Amayao, the upper east region, uh, Salifu Sha uh, Shaibu Zida, and Ibel Alonot. Sogo is also contesting in the Upper West Region. Three persons, Yahaya Sadugu Daudu and Ahmed Baba Moro. Kwame Mumini is also contesting over there. Yeah, well, and the voter region, uh, Daniel Agboga is also contesting uh, for that slot. And Matthew Doli Kadu is also contesting. So 
all of that election will happen on September 27. And ahead of which the president of the Ghana Football Association, Kata Kriku, is been calling and on the stakeholders to have patience and be united ahead of the election, insisting that the future Ghana football is bright. We are here to again say one thing. We are together. We are together in good times. We are together in bad times. Our game will go through bad times, but our game will go through a lot of good times. Our collective future is very bright. We have to be patient. We have to come together as a family, because that's the essence of being part of this association. My hands are open. I said this at Congress. I welcome the other mind at all times because it is the strength that I pick from the other mind that makes this family a unique and strong family. Now, former Black Stars player Samuel Inkum has been speaking about his failed return to Asante Kotoko prior to the 2022-23 season of the Ghana Premier League, which saw him end up with rivals hat of folk. According to him, Kotoko probably did not appreciate him enough to see him return to the club he last played in the Ghana Premier League before his transfer abroad. I, I, I think I said something that I called him, I called him and he said he would call me back. You understand? And I, I started calling him, there was no answering phones. That is why I, I got to know that maybe there's something happening, you understand? So. When the board members also tried to uh, invite me, I went there. I was there. They called the, the CEO in front of me, and they were talking to him that Inkum is in front of us. We would will, will love him to be in the team. What is the problem? What is happening? And I think he said something that uh, I heard it. He said something that um, they should talk to the coach. This is what he said. They should talk to the coach. So it means like he has played his part. You understand? Uh, yeah. Did you feel disrespected by, by some of those reactions? Uh, Having given your all to Kotoko before? I, I, I said to myself that, okay, my last club before I traveled was Kotoko. Yeah. And um, I wanted to come and play, and this, is, this stuff is happening. It got to a point that I was feeling like, okay, maybe I don't deserve to be there. And also, I, I, I feel like, okay, whatever I did for them, maybe they are not appreciate. They don't appreciate it. But I, I got to know that it's not the same people that when I was there, I'm, I'm talking about the manager, yeah. they were not there. They were, they, they were not there at this time. So I don't feel like uh, I have to be like, I'm disappointed. I wanted to play, but it didn't happen. And this is football. Football is like that, you know. If you want to go somewhere and they don't feel like uh, you have to be there, you have to find somewhere else which they will appreciate you, they will cherish you as well. So I didn't feel down at all, but I just said to myself that I have to move on. To some football transfers now, and Chelsea have completed the signing of midfielder Moises Caicedo from, Brit from Brighton in a deal worth a British record of £115 million. The second time in seven months that Chelsea have smashed the British transfer record after paying £106.8 million for another midfielder, Enzo Fernandez, in the winter window. Caicedo has, a, has signed an eight-year contract 
with a club option of a further year. Liverpool had an offer of £111 million for Caicedo accepted last Thursday, but were unable to convince the player to move to Anfield. Now, the Ecuador international's preference has always been to join Chelsea, who will pay £100 million plus £15 million in performance-related ads. Yeah, so that's uh, Chelsea new player. They gave it to Manchester United and Wolves. It's still nil-nil. And that's all we have for you on Prime Sports tonight with me, Rosak Musbao. Have a wonderful evening. It's a what number? The malaria really knocked you down, eh? Charlie, no joke. Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got it tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, 